This episode is brought to you by ActiveCampaign. Build your email sequence, schedule campaigns, generate landing pages, and send great emails to stay in front of your audience and offer exactly what they want to see. I've tried every email service provider out there, and ActiveCampaign is by far my favorite to use, and it's been the most effective. You can start your free 14-day active campaign trial today. Just go to michellecarawana.com slash tools and select active campaign, or head right to the show notes for the direct link to your free 14-day trial for active campaign. If you own or manage an indoor play center or really any business that serves local kids and families, and you want to operate with more ease and joy all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for small but mighty tips every weekday that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play-based business. Hello, Playmakers. Thank you so much again for tuning in with me today. I appreciate it so much. The best way that you can show support for me or for the show is to pause this really quickly and leave a rating and review wherever you are listening. Thank you so much. All right, so a couple episodes back in episode 45, I talked about going to therapy and why I think it's so important for business owners to really prevent burnout because when we are passionate about our business, sometimes it can feel like there's no separation between ourselves and the business. We kind of think of ourselves as one entity instead of two separate beings that can exist apart. So going to therapy really helped me set boundaries and find that separation and really outsource and ask for help when I needed it, which is something that I always struggled with. Now, I kind of shy away from these types of episodes because my business mind and my type three Enneagram mind think, well, this doesn't lead directly to profitability. So nobody's going to care about this. But I promise you, when you spend too much of your mental energy or your creative energy or your mental health really focused on negativity, I promise you it will spill over into other areas of your business and it's going to affect your sales and it's going to lead you straight to burnout town, which as we already talked about, is no good for your business. It's no good for your family. It's no good for your customers. It's no good for anybody. So in this episode, I wanted to give you six boundaries that are okay to set as a business owner. Now, I know you don't need permission from me, but sometimes, like I said, especially when we're passionate business owners that feel like we owe everybody everything and we never want to let anyone down and we want to just be as available as possible at all times, it can be really difficult to give ourselves permission. So just consider this episode your permission slip to set these boundaries. And again, a lot of people get hesitant about setting these boundaries because they think, well, I don't want to alienate my customers. I don't want to lose out on sales. If I'm not available all the time as the owner, it's really going to impact my business. But I promise you, after I set these boundaries, not only did my shoulders feel so much lighter, But my business really thrived because, again, I was able to put my energy where my business actually needed it and not in a space of negativity. And I promise you, your customers are not going to miss you and they're going to find other ways and they're going to learn how to self-serve better. 
All right. So the first boundary is an automated message on Facebook and Instagram. Now, I absolutely love the advancements that Facebook has made in this regard. So previously, you could just set an autoresponder that said like, hey, you know, if you are contacting this, we usually get um, or this inbox, we usually get back to you within 24 hours. If you don't get a response, please email such and such. It was just a space where you could type an automated response. But what I love about what they've done now is you can actually add, I think, up to like five or six frequently asked questions to this automated response. So you can say something like, hey, we are a small but mighty team, so this inbox is not monitored. Please email or call us during open hours if you need further assistance or check out the questions below if you need immediate help. And then you can list your frequently asked questions, things that people pop into your inbox to ask all the time. Things like, what are your open play hours? Do you require socks? You can link to your frequently asked questions page. So you can answer even more questions before they're asked. If people frequently asked if such and such date is available for a birthday party, you can send them to a booking page, right? So this is a way to not only set a boundary because let me tell you, as a business owner in 2022, nothing is more stressful than having these incoming messages from customers all the time. It, it's super overwhelming. And I promise you, and you've probably seen this if you're currently open, but the people hopping in your inbox 99 times out of 100, the things that they're asking are readily available on your website or social media, right? They are just taking the easy way out and they think that, oh, because this person has Messenger set up or because they have an Instagram account, that means that I can just hop in their inbox and ask them whatever I want. But this is a really important boundary to set because those people who do that are not going to stop. After you answer one question, they're going to keep coming back and keep coming back and keep coming back. So teaching them to self-serve is honestly going to do both of you a favor. So this is your permission to set an automated message. And honestly, I don't even monitor my Facebook and Instagram messages anymore because I have this autoresponder. And I'm telling you, people never come back a second time. However, if they're asking for a question about how to book something or asking a specific question about my course, they find the answer themselves, right? People are a lot smarter than they think and then we give them credit for. And I promise you, my sales have not been affected. The people that hop in my inbox and ask questions, they find the answers themselves and then they end up buying. So while you may lose out on a couple sales because you don't answer, I promise you those are not the people that you want to work with anyways. They're going to be problem customers from start to finish. So set up your automated message, but also include Q&A. And if you are unsure of how to do this, I'm going to hop into the Playmaker Society group later today if you're a member and show you guys how I set mine up. And I'm telling you, as soon as I did this, I literally felt lighter. And now every single time I get that email that, oh, somebody is waiting for a response from your from your Facebook page because they messaged you. I know that they already got my frequently asked questions. They probably got the answer that they needed and they're probably well on their way. So this also helps the customer because it gives them an immediate reply and probably directs them to where they needed to go anyways. So please, please, please set an automated message on both your Facebook and your Instagram. And Facebook does allow you to do both right from Facebook Business Manager. The next thing that I want you to do is add an auto reply on your email and have a separate email account for your manager or just an info at yourbusinessname.com so that you can direct people elsewhere. Because again, 
People are always going to seek you out as the owner, as the ultimate authority, but people have to learn to understand that you are not wearing all the hats in your business. And if you are right now, then that's something that I hope you're working towards changing because your business is never going to grow to its full potential if you are doing every single thing. So what I do in my auto reply is very similar to what I do with my away Facebook message. I say, hey, if you're looking for a birthday party date, availability date, click this link. If you're looking for our latest events and classes, if you're looking for our open hours, click here, right? So I make all of this readily available in the email with links and places to go and frequently asked questions. And I provide our manager email and say, hey, if you need immediate assistance, call us during our open hours or email our manager who takes care of all incoming messages. And again, when I get an email coming in, I don't feel the immediate need to respond. Like if I'm playing with my kids or I'm at the park or I'm doing something else, if I'm working on a project or getting a new event launched or something like that, I feel immediately at ease because I know they've gotten my auto response and I know that they probably figured out the answer to their question. And if they didn't, at least they got a reply and they know that I received the email and they know that I'm going to work on it. The next boundary that I want to give you permission to set is that it's okay to fire customers. Now, I have an entire YouTube video about this that I'm going to link in the show notes of this episode, but a lot of people get worried about telling people, hey, if you know you break our policies multiple times and you are not responsive to our manager or our staff, then you're not going to be able to visit us again. And if you want to get my full take on this and my full set of instructions about how to fire customers and when to fire customers, when it makes sense, when it's a little bit of an overreaction, the mistakes that I've made doing this, go to my YouTube channel. Again, I'm going to link the full video in the show notes. But if somebody is really causing a dip in morale, whether it's for your team or you or your other customers, you need to evaluate how important they are to your business and if you would actually be better off without them ever coming back. And the next tip that I want to give you, the next boundary that it's okay to set is it's okay to ignore personal DMs. So a lot of people when I was operating my play space would send me a personal Facebook message or Instagram message like to my personal profile. And I can't tell you how much that left a bad taste in my mouth. Like The fact that they felt like it was okay to not just message my business on Facebook with a question that was readily available on my website or social media, but that they would seek me out personally and ask questions. And I hated that. It was my number one biggest pet peeve. So once I just stopped responding, again, people figured it out. They figured out, okay, this person has a boundary, clearly. I'm going to go seek the answer elsewhere. I'm going to go email their their email address on their website or I'm going to message their Instagram and, oh, there's an auto reply. I understand now. This is not a business that, you know, I can communicate with in that way on social media. Now, I'm all about engaging with your customers and opening a two-way communication. So I loved doing Instagram stories with questions and polls, and I loved talking in that way and in the comments, but it was the messages. Again, 99 times out of 100, it's questions that have answers that are readily available. That's really what I'm talking about. I'm not saying that you can't communicate with customers, but there has to be a boundary that they understand and that is very clear that, hey, I'm happy to talk and I'm happy to engage and form these relationships, but you also have to respect my time because it's valuable. So do your homework. And if you really can't find the answer, then I'm happy to help you 
Or again, you can call the store during open hours, which, you know, every business has open hours. You should never feel like you have to constantly be responding to customers outside of your open hours. That is another boundary that is so important to set. Operate within your open hours. The next boundary that I want to give you permission to set is to say no to potential customers. So if somebody's emailing you about a birthday party and they're asking for discounts, they're asking if there's wiggle room on prices, they're being difficult about your policies, they are haggling you on options or time or anything like that. If you're getting red flags from customers, trust me, they are not going to have a good experience and they're going to look for those nitpicky things the same way that they're doing in the booking process during their actual party. And they're going to find every little way to follow up with you after the party and say how horrible it was and how they should get a partial refund. And they might leave a bad review. Trust me, if you're getting red flags from customers, just say no to them. Say, hey, it doesn't feel like our values are aligned and it doesn't feel like our parties are a good fit for what you need. Please feel free to check out these other options in town. And I've literally sent people to my competitors before if I didn't feel like it was a good fit because we had a very specific type of party and not everybody valued what we offered. And I just talked about this in the in the previous episode. Not everyone is going to value what you provide and not everyone is going to be a good fit for your business. So this is your permission to say no to potential customers that you can tell will be problem customers. It's okay. I promise it's not going to burn your business to the ground if you miss out on one sale because every time you say no to a red flag customer, you're opening that space up for an ideal customer that's going to light you up and he's really going to value your service and be happy to pay for it and have a great experience. All right, the last boundary that I wanted to give you permission to set is to say no to donation or collaboration requests. As a local business owner, I probably got 10 to 15 emails or calls or in-person visits every single week from Little League teams, from schools, from libraries, from organizations, from everyone you could possibly think of asking for donations of cash or gift cards or play passes. And while I absolutely loved to donate to these causes when I could and when it made sense, it was physically impossible for us to donate to every single one. Again, the further we got into our business, the more we would get. So 10 or 15 a week, it was just not viable. So one of my email templates that I created, which is something that I talked about in a previous episode, creating email templates to make your life easier. I said, hey, thank you so much for reaching out. Well, we would love to support your organization. We've currently reached our monthly limit for donations. So please reach back out if you have a further opportunity to donate. We would love to consider a donation in the future. And it can be as simple as that because again, you're also you're running a business, right? You want to have a positive impact on your community, but you're not going to be able to have a long-term sustainable positive effect on your community if you go out of business because you say yes to too many donations or too many requests or collaboration opportunities. So it's okay to set your monthly limit and say, okay, I'm going to donate to five organizations this month. And again, it doesn't have to be cash. It could be a gift card or a play pass. And you can be very selective about who you choose. Like for example, when a high school baseball team reached out to me and said, hey, we're thinking about, you know, we would love to have you as a sponsor. I would think and say, well, 
for high school kids, you know, not a lot of those parents are going to have kids who even play at my facility. So they're not going to find any value in winning a gift card or a pack of play passes from a raffle if I even donate it. So I really try to pick organizations to donate to who fit with my ideal customer so that it would be a win-win for everybody, right? We could donate to a great cause and whoever won that gift card would actually find value in it. So I set a monthly limit and then I had that email template response for whenever I was over that limit. And you don't have to shut the door again forever. You can say, I'd love to be considered for your next donation opportunity. You don't have to promise anything, but it is nice to respond instead of just ghosting them or whatever the case or saying yes to everything. So I hope you enjoyed these six boundaries that are okay to set in your business. I promise you, you're going to feel a lot better. You're going to go about your day with more ease and more joy, and it's going to prevent burnout in a major way. So your play of the day is to choose at least one of these boundaries and put them into place today. Whichever one just really resonated with you and hit home, please implement this today and share it with me inside of the Playmaker Society group if you're a member. All right, thank you guys so much for listening. Please leave a rating and review wherever you are listening. It helps so much. And without further ado, I will see you guys right back here tomorrow with another play of the day.